Hi, I'm Vish Gopalakrishnan, and this is Manageable Podcast, where we have in-depth conversations with students, faculty, staff, and alumni to give you a comprehensive picture into the life at University at Buffalo's School of Management. In today's episode, we speak with Archana Mohan, a student in UB's MS in Finance program from Kerala, India. In our conversation, we talk about her passion for learning new languages and how the UB MS in Finance program has fueled her love for modern financial technologies. Archana, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, you know, we learned an interesting thing in, in our research uh, for this podcast. Uh, you have a love for learning new languages and are currently learning both Mandarin Chinese and Greek. Where did this passion for language come from? So uh, my interest in languages, it started at a very early age. Um, I grew up speaking three languages because my family's Tamil, but we lived in Kerala in India where the regional language was Malayalam. And I went to a primarily English speaking school. So as a child, I thought it was really cool how people could just switch personalities and their manners. And so as they switch between languages and every language, I thought was a representation of the past and present of a thriving culture. So that interest and this desire to connect with the world around me made me want to learn languages. I have a very unrealistic goal with language learning, but I love the process. Um, I think I think most people would understand Mandarin, you know, considering that China is the factory of the world. It's it, it, the dominant role that it plays in um, global economics. But but what's intriguing is that you're also learning Greek. Why why Greek? So Greek is uh, it's for the teenage Archana, the Percy Jackson fan in me. If you've heard of the series, um, I used to love the book series and Greek mythology in general growing up. And I always wanted to learn Greek because of that, since my favorite character spoke that. So when I saw Greek listed as one of the language courses during my undergrad program here at UB, I went for it and I absolutely loved every second of it. Probably one of my favorite courses I've ever taken. So, wow. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in, in some ways, finance is its own language. Um, all you need to do is you know, talk to a financial analyst for, for 10 seconds and you're inundated with words like, derivatives and equity and ratios, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, for those of us who, who are new to the field, what is finance and what, what is quantitative finance in particular? So you're like absolutely right on finance being its own language. Um, as for quant finance, a lot of what makes up finance or what is beneath what you see in those financial products, uh, what drives the structure of the markets are very complex mathematics. Uh, the prices you li see listed for a stock on a billboard, the funds that you invest in, uh, all of it are ultimately culmination of like math equations. And learning quant finance, it, it's an attempt to understand this very complicated structure and be and bring more innovations into that industry. Honestly, even with a master's program, you would only be barely scratching the surface of what makes up quant finance. Right. Um, and how did you discover your interest in the field? I would be lying if I said um, finance was my one true passion coming into university. I was good at numbers and I was really into math in school. So picking mathematics as my major undergrad, it made sense. However, I didn't see myself like pursuing a higher degree, like a PhD at the time or going into teaching. So I was looking for other um, career paths for math majors. And that's how I discovered the world of financial markets. I learned a bit, felt it would be something I could pursue and Five years later, here I am, almost done with my master's. 
Right. And I think I think that path of just kind of stumbling upon it and discovering it as part of, you know, your undergrad exploration of subjects is something that a lot of people could identify with. Uh, very few people are just born with a very concrete sense of what they want to do with the rest of their lives. Um, so I think um, that's that's an interesting point that you kind of discovered it and then stuck with it. Um, m- moving on to UB and how you ended up here. Um, when you were looking for graduate programs, and I know that you did your undergrad here too, uh, what was the criteria that you were uh, working with in, in your selection process? So I had this like three um, things of like community, career development, and affordability, obviously. So one one of the things is that you need to feel like in with whoever you're going to classes with, wherever you are, I think finding a place to belong is like very important. And that was one of my biggest, biggest um, things when I was considering uh, where I wanted to go for graduate program. And another is career development. After grad school, I knew for sure I wanted to go work. So um, it was important that I found like a program that fit my career goals and I knew would like help me land where I wanted to. And of course, affordability was key too, because I'm not, I'm sure like many international students would agree, but coming all the way from India to US, it's not a very um, affordable thing to do. It's it's very expensive. So choosing a school that would not break my bank was also like very important for me. So that was my three criteria I had for grad programs. Um, Right. And and, and, in what ways did UB meet those criteria? So UB is, even in my undergrad, I knew that UB is such a community-driven school. So one time a professor of mine talked of the School of Management as a small school within a big school where we're all like family. And I realized that that's how I've been feeling about being here. Um, It's a wonderful network of people who are there to help you succeed from professors to staff to classmates and alumni alike. Um, So I really like that aspect. I've always like connected with um, my classmates and the people here. So that was an immediate yes for me and as for breaking into so UB also offers a ton of resources for career development like breaking into a good career and making sure the students succeed um, in where they want to be it's always prioritized here um, from like fab staff here at career resource center and everyone career development was also like prioritized there are avenues where you can explore as well and I really like that and, uh, and UB it's a good um, value school as well with it's it's the top school you can get here in like uh, in New York State schools, so that really paid off as well. Right, and I I completely agree with you with the sense of community part of it. Um, I also did my undergrad in the United States, and uh, it can be hard. It can be very challenging being so far away from your friends and family and everything that you have known, you know, all your life, um, and having a. a group of people um, who you can call close friends that you can go to class with is certainly uh, an important aspect and UB definitely uh, met met every uh, um, you know benchmark that I had for that in my mind um, I'm having a great time with the program too um, Absolutely. now the the MS uh, in finance program is known for being intense uh, uh, in terms of its course load in terms of uh, the focused outputs that you know students are expected to deliver um, would you mind walking us through, uh, especially for our listeners who don't really know the details um, of what happens uh, during the program, uh, during during the duration of the program? Okay. 
Um, so the MS Finance program, like, like a standard, it's structured as a three semester program where we take four courses each semester. But I've often seen people kind of like change it around and make it structure it with like how they like it. So sometimes I've seen people take like five courses um, a semester and things like that. But usually it's a four course per semester, three semester program. And um, you have four options with like two major uh, major options with where you can use either choose the fintech track or the regular finance track. So the first major would be the financial risk management, where um, um, you will again take a lot more like risk management ma management classes, and you have a, a, your own choice of like electives alongside. And the other one is a quantitative finance program, which is where um, I am in, where it's a little bit more like uh, math driven with classes like complex financial instruments and quant methods in finance. And um, each major also have the fintech option that you can choose where for your electives, you will be taking classes with the MIS program, the management information systems um, people, where you'll be taking more like um, a little bit more IT and technology classes like cybersecurity or perhaps predictive analytics, if that's the route you want to pursue. Um, so that's the general structure of the program. And for elective options, you can you get to basically choose based on where you want to end up. And so I, if, if M&A is your thing, the mergers and acquisitions class here is really big. There's also if international finance is what you want to go for, elective options include global economics, multinational banking and so on. So the elective options are where you can have a little bit more um, freedom with uh, choice and where you want to like end up in based on your passion and your interests. Right. So, so a lot of customizability, a lot of uh, the, the ability to take a lot of different types of courses, depending on where you want to go. Um, so, so you mentioned a whole, uh, you know, a, a lot of different courses. Um, but if I was, was to ask you uh, for your absolute favorite class experience uh, in the program, what would that be? Oh, that's, that's a tough one. Um, so I would have to go for a current class I'm taking uh, called Financial Modeling with R. It's a completely project-driven class and I am a huge fan of quant projects. Um, it's, it's a class based on learning. It kind of like brings together a lot of the theoretical finance I've learned over the years and bring it to this like cool, like we transfer it over to our programming and build cool visuals to see and kind of realize what we actually learned and it's such a we do like assignments every week for it on in R and it's a cool way to learn the programming language as well and it also makes programming and coding which um, I've done a little bit before in my math program look a lot less intimidating with financial data and it's just a really cool class if you're um, into a lot of like building models and um, understanding a lot of the math and the structure behind that goes into all of the stuff that you see on Bloomberg or uh, your stocks app or something. So that was one of my favorite classes here in the MS finance program. That sounds incredibly interesting. Um, you've ac actually piqued my interest in it. I, I, I might, I might take it too. Um, <laughs> now in-class learning is obviously a crucial component of the learning experience at UB, but that's not all the school of management has to offer. Uh, many students participate in clubs, in competitions to accentuate in-class learning or maybe even put those into practice. Um, uh, you were part of the Therese Kelly Investment Fund, correct? Um, what is that? 
So the Terry Skelly um, Investment Fund, it's a completely student-run endowment fund. It currently holds over $690,000 plus dollars in um, equity valuation. And we have, it's a group of 17 students now with some of the students taking up um, executive board positions. So I am the co-chief risk officer for the fund. And we also have portfolio managers where, where we um, manage different sectors of the portfolio, like communications or technology. And Terrius Kelly is built in a way to emulate um, a lot of how investment banking works in the real world. So students here get the here at UB get the experience of um, like just to see how investment banking works and have a real like have some real experience of dealing with um, money and um, investing and trading in general. So it's a very it's a very one of a kind experience I should say. It comes with a really selective process. So usually students undergrads undergraduates usually need like a request from the professor who had said the faculty advisor here professor jay schwartzkopf absolutely amazing person i would highly recommend everyone who comes into the U msf program to go talk to him um, and he usually sends in um, applications for undergraduates but all ub msf programs are eligible to apply for it so once you send in your applications every semester um jay professor jay he goes through it and the students as members, we get to go through all of the applications as well. And we rank each applicants and select them for the next stage, which would be the interview process. And that also resembles the usual investment banking early interview stage. Um, and again, it's, it's a good way to get experience in practice in interviewing. And um, once you reach that stage, we'll be finalists for the program. And there we will have to do some sort of project to showcase our skills. And then we would get uh, be selected into the program. And from there, it's like actually learning how investment works, um, taking up leadership positions, um, just, you know, we have an, uh, access to a network of alumni who are in like different parts of the US doing really cool stuff with like Goldman Sachs or something like that. Um, and it's just a really good network and experience to have. And I highly recommend everyone at least try it once you're here. Right. And it's actual money that you're working with. You're making decisions that actually impact um, the, the, the funds that the university has invested in these different portfolios. Um, it's not a virtual simulation or anything like that. So the decisions you make have real world impact, um, which, which is something that, uh, you know, obviously you're going to have to deal with in the professional world when you get into it. Um, so, so you made a great concerted effort to have a well-rounded experience at UB. Um, but you know, all journeys come to an end. Um, as someone who's in the midst of applying for full-time positions, I'm guessing, um, what resources that does UB offer uh, to equip you with the tools you need um, in your job search? Um, like I said before, UB has a ton of career development resources. And one of the biggest that School of Management has um, for itself is the Career Resource Center. Um, they have trained professionals who are fully dedicated to help us um, move forward in uh, career resources and I cannot tell you how many times I've met with Katie Rusek over the semester, even for something as simple as just to go over the syntax and formatting of, of my resume. Um, and Katie and other people here at the Career Resource Center, they're absolutely helpful with it. And we also have a specific arm for internships with um, Carrie Gartner and Melissa Ruggiero uh, over there. And they help with like the internship search process. And these people have worked there for long enough time that they have seen people like me and you like um, come there and know what to expect 
and what changes to make. So their input is like really, really huge and impactful for like each internships and like um, positions I've applied for. And other UB resource, again, Therese Kelly is also a huge, huge career resource network for me. Jay, uh, Therese Kelly itself has a very wide alumni network. We have a little close LinkedIn group where we can, um, and we just had a board meeting with an alumni happy hour where I got to talk with a lot of like um, quantitative modeling people who are currently working in um, banks and fields that I want to get into. And that network and that connection also like helped me understand what I want to do and like where um, I want to be at. And that's, that's also a huge resource that UB offers. And it's also important to learn that the people you go to classes with, uh, the professors and faculty are also like, they, they've also done this before and they know what to expect as well. So they're also like a really good resource as well. Right. And, and you're right, because a lot of our professors, UB has a reputation for being a research intensive uh, and academic institution. Um, so a lot of our professors are working with actual companies on real projects, uh, either as consultants or for research projects. Um, so you're right, they, they are a valuable resource in the sense that they have these deep connections with the industry um, and, and leveraging that, even if it's just to pick their brains in terms of where the industry is going to go in the next 10 years, uh, what are the developments, new types of jobs uh, that are going to come up. Or if it is to, hey, do you know someone um, in XYZ company uh, and can you, you know, introduce me? Goes a long way. Um, definitely helps a lot of students uh, uh, do that. Um, but now, now that the, you know, your time at UB is coming to an end, um, what's, what's next for Archana? Uh, for it, I'm still in the stage of, um, I think I've kind of figured out where I want to be and I'm in the stage of like figuring out how to get there. Um, and for me, I have a goal of getting into the industry, going to more quantitative modeling with combining my mathematics undergrad and my quant finance program um, and building my skill set to go there. And I'm also interested in pursuing higher education at some point after um, getting some ex a real world experience in the industry. After that, I do hope to pursue um, higher education, specifically in behavioral finance um, and more of that. So that's where I see myself back in school, so, probably. So, so is the ultimate experience, uh, should we expect Archana to come back as Professor Archana at, at some point in, in, in the future? It's a maybe, but you will definitely see me back in school, learning, coming to learn for more. So, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of our listeners tend to be uh, people who are either considering applying to the MS program or have and are just looking for ways, you know, advice, tips, tricks, things like that. Um, what, what advice would you have for our listeners who are thinking about applying to UB, uh, especially the MS finance program, but still haven't made that leap yet? I think one of the like biggest uh, advice I would say is like to not worry about fitting in or like not worry about being like different from others or like no, not having experience or any, anything like that. I think coming into the MSF program, one of the things I was super afraid of is that I came directly from undergraduate with no experience whatsoever um, in like finance at all. And it was like, I was intimidated because a lot of my classmates, they already had work experience or they were really passionate about a lot of the things that I barely understood at the time. So if you ever feel like that, if you ever feel like, oh, I've only done engineering and I don't understand finance, but I want to learn about it, take the leap, 
because you will always find people who are like you or people uh, or even if not you're always going to fit fit in here because UB has seen different types of people and UB knows how to help everyone so I think um, that is something so if you ever feel like it might not be a fit uh, it might not be you might not fit in here just take the leap um, you will and Trust me, you will love the process here. Um, and there, there will always be people and friends who can help you here. Great. And, and you're also a student ambassador um, um, for the School of Management. Um, just walk us through what that is and, uh, you know, what responsibilities you have as part of that. So a student ambassador program is essentially making, breaking down the MSF program for incoming um, students or like people who are considering UB and just sharing our experience with it. So I've, I've uh, as part of the program, I've written a, a blog post for it. I've done similar interviews for it, just explaining my experiences and to make sure that the incoming students or like the prospective students understand what it means to be here in the UBMSF program and what School of Management has to offer um, for you. And just to share my own story as well and to see if anyone can um, relate to it or like uh, learn something from it. I don't know. <laughs> Right. Um, and and I'm, I'm sure as somebody who went through the same process of applying to different schools, um, having the opportunity to speak with or listen to uh, students who are going through the experience right now uh, definitely helps give a, a, you know, a complete 360 degree perspective of what this is experience is going to be like. You know, it also helps us um, kind of chart our path. You know, you don't have to come here without a plan at all. Uh, you know, just listening to these interviews, talking to current students, alumni, um, even professors gives, uh, gives you a perspective of what the experience could be and so that you can chart at least a basic plan of action before you, you, you know, before students land here. Well, uh, Arjuna, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today and sharing your experiences. Uh, I'm sure our listeners are gonna learn a lot uh, from you. Um, if people want to follow your journey um where where can they find you i am on linkedin feel free to connect with me and like message me you can just look up archana mohan at um, university at buffalo and i'd probably show up uh, there and you can see it it's like quantum enthusiast msf program coach cro terry skelly you'll see you'll see me there uh, and feel free to like message me if you ever want to know more and i will always be there um yeah so linkedin that's where you find me right um well Thank you so much for taking the time. I think uh, uh, this has been a very informative conversation and a lot of listeners are going to benefit from it. Um, Arjuna, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ish, for having me. Thank you for listening to Manageable Podcast produced by the Office of Strategic Marketing and Enrollment Management, University at Buffalo. For more information on our programs and offerings, visit management.buffalo.edu. If you would like to be featured on the podcast or would like to share comments and suggestions, please write to us at gopalak2 at buffalo.edu. That's G-O-P-A-L-A-K-2 at buffalo.edu. Thank you, and we will see you in the next one.